Hello everyone, this is Susan Bauer, your National Director of Training, in case I haven't met you. Hello, welcome to our podcast series. This is a special series for leaders and we are up to Fundamental 3. Yay! And Fundamental 3 is all about consistently holding parties, right? The core of the business. So I am very excited to be joined today by Nikki Heidebrecht. And she lives in Alberta, Canada. Nikki is an executive vice president sales leader. And Nikki, how many years have you been with Norwex? About eight and a half. Eight and a half years. Congratulations. That's great. Uh, so Nikki, I know that this is not only a passion, but for you, you have a lot of leaders under you. And, and so the idea of consistently holding parties holds true no matter whether you're a new consultant or you're a SVP. It's just an important cornerstone of, of the business. So we know though that so much of this business is based on what we believe, right? So, you know, it's kind of like Henry Ford said, if you think you can or think you can't, you're right. So how does mindset play that big, huge role in terms of um, getting bookings, which is um, really where you start with getting parties. Yeah, I think that um, that what we believe about it is going to be it's going to impact our business heavily. And um, I've always said that the the booking is really the heart of what we do. It's where all good things come from. Um, it's really what is going to propel our business forward, and it's really where we're able to have the biggest impact. So I'm super passionate about the party. Um, I've done a lot of parties over the years, and it's been something that even with having babies through Norwex, and um, it's been something that I've been very intentional to make sure that I always had a strong party calendar, sometimes not as strong as other times. I've, I've been in the place where I've had none and had to rebuild a calendar. Um, but I've always had the idea that the bookings really are what we do. Um, not only that, but it's fun. It's the, the part that I'm passionate about because it gets me in front of people. And it, it's a, just a new opportunity. Every time I go to a party, it's that idea of who am I going to meet? Um, who, who's going to be the next person that joins my team? Who's going to be the next person that books a party that's going to, to give me parties for the next year or multiple years? Um, so I think that, that just being excited about it in and of itself and realizing that that is the core of what we do and that bookings really are everywhere. Um, it only takes one to sort of get that ball rolling and grow your business. Um, that's going to play into basically if you're able to fill your calendar or keep your calendar full. And as a leader, because I'm thinking that sometimes, you know, you're a, you're a leader and you have a lot of other hats that you're wearing and you're, you know, you're doing a lot more than when you're a consultant just holding parties. But as a leader, why is that so important still? Like you said, it doesn't matter. You've been eight and a half years. It's still, you know, the heart of the business. Yeah, I think that it, it's um, it's just as important from day one as it is in your 10 and 20th year of business. And it, it's a big part of if we're growing a team and we're leading a team, we need to be leading by example. So uh, we want our teams to be holding parties, right? We know that that's how they are going to, um, to earn an income, how they're going to grow their own teams. And so as a leader, I think it's super important that we we are leading by example, even if maybe financially we don't need to. Maybe if you, you know, you've got that paycheck and it doesn't seem like really you need to be doing the parties anymore. I think that it's super important that your team sees that you're doing what you ask them to do. Um, people are not typically going to follow somebody who's telling them to do something and then turning around 
not doing it. And not necessarily saying you need to be the person on your team always who has the most parties or, you know, you always need to be the head of things, but you need to be at least um, setting that example of consistently uh, booking those parties and making that a focus. Um, I think or else you sort of lose credibility with the people that you that you're trying to lead. I think that's a really good point that um, not only is it that example, it's kind of like your kids, they're watching you, you know, your team is watching you totally. and they do, they want to see that you're walking the walk, you know, not just doing the talk. And, um, and I like too, that the fact that it is, it does give you credibility uh, when you're talking to your team, you're doing what they're doing. You're in the trenches, so to speak. Totally. Yeah. So you had mentioned to me and when we were chatting that host coaching you thought was also along with bookings, that's something that isn't always um, at the forefront of everyone's mind, or maybe it is, but they don't necessarily consistently um, focus on their host. And you talk about it in terms of the long game. You want to share that, Nikki? Yeah, so I was just saying that for me, um, and I think as, as a leader, when you're doing doing presentations, maybe when we start out brand new, we're going to a party and we're super excited about the product and we're there to share the product and we're looking to, you know, to, to sell and then to, to get more parties on our calendar. But as a leader, our focus starts to shift and we become a lot more focused on team building through the party. So we know that it's not hard to sell Norwex products at a presentation. Um, they, they don't sell themselves. We, we have play a part in that, but they're definitely easy to sell. People want what we offer. Um, we were passionate about it and they can see the value in it. Um, so we shift our focus, I think, a lot to being um, to being looking for those new teammates. As a leader, you're, you're constantly looking to see who is going to partner with you next. And to me, the, the hostess, I've had a very high, um, over the years, a very high ratio of my hostesses joining, um, joining my business, I'd say more, more than 50%. And that's not always immediately, but I think it starts with that hostess coaching. It's that building relationships right there. Um, and I think there's a couple reasons your host is your most likely business partner. And um, the biggest one is that she's already bought in to what Norbex has to offer, right? She's bought in enough that she's inviting you into your uh, into her home. She's introducing you to her friends, which is a pretty big honor. She's also excited about the product. Um, she's excited about the mission. She's going to be getting a ton of product for free, which is going to get her even more excited. Um, and so she is often the person that I will I will really focus in on with um, with trying to grow, grow my team. So asking her, but what I said with the, about the long game when we were chatting um, is that for me, it's not always about what happens there. I've often had people take two or three, even four years to say yes to the opportunity. So maybe it's not, it's a, not a no, but it's a not right now. So making sure that I'm, you know, following up with that person, keeping them on the list and just maintaining that relationship over time. Um, and there's a good chance that one day when they're ready, they're going to say yes. So um, yeah, that's, that's kind of how I see hostess coaching. And plus it, it also, hostess coaching is also your easiest way to ensure a good party that is more likely to produce more parties, which are more likely to produce more leads for, for recruiting. So I think that uh, either way, it's a, a definitely an integral part of what we do. So it's host coaching, it's kind of on the front end, but the, you know, building that relationship for the long haul, um, totally. you know, on the back end. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, and you're talking about team building, uh, you have to be in front of enough people. 
like that's and that's where the party comes in. But um, are there specific things that you do or tips, especially for leaders in thinking about growing your team by um, through your parties? Um, well, I think that, like we said, with the hostess, making sure that the sheer number of people increases your odds of, of finding the one that's interested. Um, I speak passionately about what I do. And I think that that's a, a big thing. I think it comes a lot more naturally to consultants to speak to speak passionately about the product but I've always said that our business is one of the one of the best products that we have to offer so um, our cloths change the way people clean but I really feel like our business can change someone's life and that because it's changed mine um, it took us from a family that couldn't afford uh, the extras to being able you know now we've got four I had one when we started but uh, to be able to do the things in life that we never thought we could do, live the life we want without the financial stress. So I, I am passionate about it. So when I'm talking about the business, I talk about it as a business. I don't shy away from it. Um, I don't worry about people feeling like I'm pushy. And I think that passion is um, is something that draws people to the opportunity. So speak about it as, a, as, as a, an opportunity, not something that you're sort of having to slide in there because someone said you should, I think is important. Um, so yeah, that's, that's a big one. Um, I often will say in my parties that um, I, I don't sell this because I can't do anything else. That's not why I'm, I've joined Norwex. This is the, the career that I've chosen. So not being afraid to, to let people know that. Um, and then I think looking with leaders' eyes, like really looking and saying, okay, not waiting for people to approach you, but just outright asking those people in the room, um, you know, what, like, this would be great for you. I see this in you. Is this ever something you've considered? And I've had so many people tell me, no, you know what, I haven't ever considered it, but now that you mention it, it does sound kind of interesting. So it's really that simple. So Nikki, one thing I, and I don't think it matters where you are in the business, people always ask, well, what exactly do you say? You know, they like the exact words. When you said you talk about, uh, talk about the business and the opportunity as a business, what exactly do you say in your parties? Um, well, I love to use the Ask Me About My Job game, which a lot of people are familiar with, where you're giving people the opportunity to ask questions for a couple reasons. One, it gets the information out in kind of a fun way, um, but it also helps me to identify people that might be interested, right? The person that asks a ton of questions, that it's clear that they have a direct selling background or who's just, who is asking a lot of questions about the the income, that kind of thing. So that's that's one thing that I, I play the game first. Um, and then just when I'm introducing myself, I talk about, you know, I introduce myself, talk about where I was before, and I'll just say, you know what, I've, I'm super passionate about this. I'm super excited to have the opportunity to be with you all tonight, to share something that not only um, was a product that I fell in love with, but a business that I fell in love with. And I, like I said, I do this um, not because I can't do anything else. I used to be a youth counselor, and this is my career of choice. So very excited to share that with you. And then just sprinkling those seeds throughout the party. Um, it's yeah, the party just really is where you can you can really have these conversations and people are there focused, ready to to learn, and they can see themselves doing what you do. I think that there's when you're when you're up in front of people, they have an opportunity to really see you, um, see themselves in your shoes, and and see if that's something they could they could do. So yeah. Well, I like that, um, and I think that that's a that's a great way to open with something that gets a lot of people thinking about doing something that something different, like you said, you know, you chose to do this. 
um, and looking with leaders' eyes. So with that shift, is there anything else that you know you do differently as a leader um, in your parties or either before, during, after your parties that, um, that really was a shift once you became a leader? Yeah, well, I think before leadership with Norex, I, it, it wasn't even really on my radar to to talk about the business opportunity. It was kind of just an afterthought. Now it's the, the product is kind of the afterthought. I know that sounds terrible, but I, I know that even with a very basic focus on the product, people are going to want it. They can look through our catalog and even want it. That's how appealing it is. Um, so it's it's just become more of a priority for me. And in, in what I say, I bring it up a lot. I would say I probably have more recruiting seeds in a presentation than I have booking seeds um, because the, the product itself is creating so much desire already. I think booking seeds are also very important um, and just, you know, talking about the product. But um, I've just had more more intentional shift towards it and then just being a lot more comfortable having those conversations and asking people outright if it's something that they've considered that was not pre-leadership pre would not have been something i would have been comfortable i would have waited a little bit more for people to approach me um whereas now i i'll ask and i'm totally okay with hearing no we hear no a lot so i always tell people get comfortable with that if you can get comfortable with hearing no you'll have a long sustainable business yeah, I remembered. I have no idea who said this originally, but the difference between a new consultant and an SVP is an SVP has just heard a lot more no's. Yep, very true. That's if you stick it out, you're going to hear no, but that means you're, you've got more yeses coming. Yes, absolutely. So, um, okay. So, one last question. We know that as leaders, um, it's your skills get better. And so what you probably hear a lot from your team, and you even said, Nikki, occasionally, um, you're going to be in a slump where you don't have the parties that you want on your calendar. So if you needed one or two more parties on your calendar, you're helping a teammate, what would be your best tips? Yeah, I love that. I've trained a lot on the power of one, that really it only takes one booking to explode your business. I've actually tracked that uh, on a sheet of paper to see what one party has produced and just the, the magnitude of that. So that's a really good news to me. It means that even if we're in a place where we don't have anything, it's just it's just looking for that one. So my best tip is always to be your own hostess. So if you if you have nothing, yeah, no, everybody is saying no to you. You were the one person that you were the guaranteed yes. So do that until you've got a full calendar. And um, I know we had chatted a little bit. I think it's a great idea to even have that as a limited, um, a limited quantity kind of thing where it seems like a sense of urgency where you can offer, you know, I'm doing a, an exclusive wine and cheese event and I'm only letting five people come. Would you like to come? And then maybe even do that once or twice a month till you've got those bookings. And then really being intentional at those parties to not be worried about the sales, but to be looking for those bookings and to incent people and show them the benefits of them producing their own or having their own party. Um, my other tip is to not be afraid to ask people that you know that maybe haven't hosted with you in the, in the past and be very intentional about why you're asking and what it is you're trying to accomplish. So I find people often are more likely to say yes to us uh, to help us than they are even um, because they want free product. They are, they're, if we're to say, you know, something like, hey, you know what, I'm looking to add one party to my calendar, I'm working on a trip, or I'm trying to, to grow my business, or I would love to be introduced to people I don't know, is this something you'd be willing to help me with? It would, it would mean a lot to me. Um, people are often more likely to, to do it to help you. So I think that not being afraid of that, and if it's a no, you're no further 
behind you or before you go ask somebody else. So I think that that's, uh, that can be a, just one of those things that's just a little bit out of people's comfort zone that can produce huge results. And remembering it just takes one, right? You find that one and you in, are intentional about getting multiple bookings from that one. You, you can have that as a, a party chain for potentially years to come. Yes, and you never know who you're going to find at that one party. Totally, yeah. Uh, that could be your kind of next rock star. Those were great tips, Nikki. And, and yes, uh, when we were chatting, I know a leader who she did this with her team um, for, uh, for quite a while and said she trained everybody to just have a party of five um, every month on their calendar. And they hosted that party. And it was with an exclusive group. And that way, you know, you're always guaranteed, you know, at least that one. So there are, there are lots of ideas. And we, uh, we actually shared a whole page of ideas in the Leadership Development Guide. So if you're looking for ideas or you're wanting to do trainings for your team on, you know, where do you, where do you go? Where do you um, look for more bookings? Or what are some just alternative ideas? Uh, for parties. Uh, check those out as well. So Nikki, is there anything else um, when you're thinking of uh, talking to your, uh, your team about parties? Um, is there anything that you think just makes that one difference um, for, for everybody? I think you've, you've said it in a few different ways here. Um, I heard you say intentional a lot. And yeah. to me, that, that's probably one of the big things. But as you're talking to your team, what, what is probably the most important thing you say about parties? Um, well, I think, again, the mindset thing is huge. I think if we see it as, you know, parties are everywhere, people want to book, um, people need what we have to share, and this is your way of having the greatest impact. So it's not even just about what you're getting personally. But, I mean, that's huge. That, can, that is life-changing in and of itself. But if we're looking to have impact and the greatest amount of impact, we do that the best through the party. Um, and the other thing is just from an organizational perspective is to, to make sure that you keep good track of, of those no's so that you always have those future leads or the, not the no's, but the not right now's. So the people that, you know, booked and then they, they canceled last minute. Um, I have my day planner. I have the great Norwex one that has the booking sheet at the beginning of each month that you could very easily create your own with a binder. Um, and I just, by month, I'll put, okay, this person said contact me in the spring, and I make sure to write that um, in, in that month so that I know. Because in years past, I've lost contacts just from not being organized, whereas now it's very easy for me to flip to the next month and go, okay, I've got eight leads here now. Um, I'm very easily going to pull five bookings out of those eight leads. And if they're not now, I just write them again the month later. So I think keeping good track is super important. And that's, again, it's at, you're adding new ones, and then you've always got those leads. And then you never feel like you're in a panic about trying to fill your calendar. So that's been helpful, kind of an organizational um, little thing that's been super helpful for me. That's a great tip. And what that does is you're just always keeping customers and where they're at. Um, at the forefront of your planner, which yep. if you don't write it down, it, it usually doesn't, you know, no, you always think you'll remember, but you never do. So it's <laughs> just those, and I don't know why you really think great. that. Yeah. Our, those leads are gold. And if we see them that way, I think we, we take better care of them. So. Yes. So that's a great tip for anybody at any point in their business. Well, Nikki, I want to thank you 
I think that you have given us some really great tips. I always think that people walk away with some nuggets, uh, no matter where you are in the business, you know, you always pick up on something. And so uh, for, if you're joining us on this call, something that I think is just really impactful to think about is take action on just one thing. And maybe sometimes that's a good way as you're training your team as well. Um, and this is something that came from a podcast I listened to, and I've repeated it on a few other, on a few podcasts, but I just find it impactful. But taking action, um, people will take action. If you give them three things to do, they're about 30% likely to do it. If you give them two things to do, they have about a 55% success rate. But if you give them just one thing to do, there's a 97% success rate. Uh, so that's pretty impactful. So out of this podcast today, as leaders, I'd love for you to think about that one golden nugget that you heard uh, from Nikki, whether that's something you want to implement in your own personal business, or you can't wait to share with your team. Uh, like we said, you always think you're going to remember, but you don't. So take action and do it today. And for all of our listeners, Hope that you are tuning into our five podcasts in this new series because they all build on each other. And Nikki, I want to thank you again. Thank you for being with us. Well, thanks for the opportunity. All right. And thanks, everybody. Until next time.